Hey moms, welcome to the Gather Moms podcast. My name is Kate. And I'm Rebecca. We've created this space just for you because we're both moms and we get you. Yes, we believe there truly ain't no hood like the motherhood and we need to be in this together. We also believe we can't mom well without Jesus. So you're going to hear us talk about him too. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Gather Moms and make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. All right, mamas, let's jump in. moms welcome back to the gather moms podcast this is episode 114 last episode we talked about summer schedules and how to make the best use of the time in the summer and this week let's talk about summer sanity how to take care of ourselves when life gets a little wonky our people are around a lot and it's hot outside so hot it's going to be 120. I just know it. Like every time the weatherman gets on and he's like, oh, guys, let's talk about it. Is it going to be a hot summer? I'm like, shut up. Yes, it's going to be a hot summer. Of course it is. Every I time. Know. Yes. So we're going to kick off this episode with a game of I Never Summer Edition. Okay. So Rebecca, you're going to start with 10 fingers up. So put both of your hands up. Yes. Okay. okay. And you're going to put a finger down each time I say something that you have done. Okay. And we're going to see done. how long you can last. Okay. So I've never made a summer schedule. So you put a finger down if you've done that. But you have made a summer schedule. I know, so put a finger down, dude. <laughs> these are, are these actual things you've yes. ever done? Yes. No, I've done all these. <laughs> I've done all these. <laughs> okay, so if I have put a summer schedule together, I must put my finger down. Correct. Yes, at one time in my life, I did do a summer schedule. Put a finger down if you've thrown the summer schedule out the window. Oh, yeah, like week two. Put a finger down if you've said, no more snacks. I'm pretty easy going. Okay, <laughs> leave it summer. up then. Put a finger down if you've buried a kid in the sand. Nope. Put a finger down if you built a sand castle with your kids. I've tried. Put a finger down if you have made homemade ice cream. 100%. It's <laughs> the best. Put a finger down if you forgot a swim diaper and let the kids swim anyway. No, we barely swim anyway, so no, I've never done that. <laughs> I definitely have. Um, put a finger down if you forgot. You're the reason they closed the pool then. No, ma'am, I'm wa- I monitor it very closely. Whatever. We've never had that happen. Uh, put a finger down if you have forgotten to put sunscreen on yourself. 100%. Yes. Put a finger down if you've forgotten to put sunscreen on a kid. I already put my finger down. I knew that was coming, <laughs> and I have totally done it. Put a finger down if you have bought matching kids swimsuits. Nope. Oh, wait. I had two boys. Yes. And they matched? They did match. Cute. Okay. Put a finger down if you have taught a kid to swim. Yeah, I think I have. Okay. Put a finger down if you have turned off the alarm clock for the summer. Who doesn't? Okay. And Y'all all better put your finger down for that one. Put a finger down if you have played in the water hose with your kids. Or like played, put the water hose on and had the kids play in the yard. I mean, it's on my list for this summer. (laughs) (laughs) What put it on your list for this summer? Coles was having a sale on one of those things where you put the water hose in it and it sprays water out of the inflatable. Uh Uh-huh. I bought it. Cute. (laughs) We're going to do it this summer. Okay. So she is sitting here with a pinky left. A pinky. All right. Good job. You did good. So... You know, as summer comes on, like I've seen some of my obligations starting to roll off and it feels so good. You know, like we have like the last soccer game. Yes. Oh, we were sad. The last Wednesday night church. 
Yes. The last, you know, Friday morning, Girls for God. The last, I mean, it's just like, yes, give me the last. <laughs> it just feels so good. Um, because in this season, um, with like music uh, classes and stuff like that, music practice and all these other things, we've had something every night. Do you not do those in the summer? We do them in the summer, but I was able to get them all on Saturday morning, okay. which we normally can't do during the year. So now we'll only do those one day a week. Okay. Whereas before, because of the way their teachers were falling, I had a kid going, I mean, three nights a week. It was a different night, each kiddo. That's a lot. And that was just a lot, you know. Um, and then you've got church and you've got soccer and you've mm-hmm. got, you know. So anyway, it was just too much. Yes. So it feels so good to have some of those things dropping off. And I feel like we have more room to breathe. Um, and that feels good. I still, though, have apprehension about summer. <laughs> All of us do. Thank you for saying it out loud. But I know so many moms who look forward to summer. Yes. Like one of our cutie moms just posted a picture and she was like, this is where we'll be for the next three months. Like, And she's by the pool in her backyard. Of course she is. And I'm just like, bless your heart. That I love that you can just embrace this. Yes. Because I do not feel that way. Do you feel like... I mean, my kids are older, so I actually feel more and more excited about summers as they get bigger. Okay, yeah. Because it's hard when they're little. Because it's hard when they're little, and you get to do stuff with them when they're bigger. Yeah. And they get to take some ownership and do things themselves. Yes. I just, I don't know. I'm starting to love it more and more. Yeah. So I have um, found... I've gotten so much better in this area, but you know, when they were little, I really struggled with it. And actually like when Caroline was a baby and then Lydia would have been five and Caleb eight, I, I was really struggling and had to go get counseling because I could not figure out why I was depressed. Um, and the working with my counselor, I started understanding that this was like just a summer depression that came on. And part of the issue for me was I felt like I was trapped in my house as a kid. Um, my mom was a working single mom. And so we, we were not part of like a program or anything like that. We did not have a lot of money for things like that. And, um, we didn't have a schedule or anything. And so I just felt like I was trapped in my house every day as a kid, um, and with my little sister. And so some of that came up for me with having my own kids. And then what I would do is I would swing the opposite direction and feel like I needed to overcompensate for the summers I didn't have as a kid. So I would overschedule us too many fun things, you know, too much, too intentional. Whereas I would just like wear myself out. And I caught myself where in the summers, I mean, I was having to call Jeremy home from work and say, I can't get out of bed and feed the kids lunch. Like I, I can't move. Yeah. You know, um, thank you for sharing that. Cause I know that there are moms out there that feel that way. Yeah. And they probably look at these other people that seem to be enjoying summer and it just makes them feel even more guilty because they're somehow not, I don't know, living up to some standard that they thought they needed to meet. Yes. Um, and one of the things I learned kind of working through that, and actually I think I had struggled with it for many summers, but I just kind of pushed through. Um, and it wasn't until like I finally looked at it, I started understanding. And I, I learned that moms like summer depression is an actual thing. You know, you've heard of seasonal affective disorder that people get in the winter when it's dark and gloomy and stuff. Well, there's actually something, so that's called sad. There's something called so sad, so sad. It's summer onset. Seasonal affective disorder. And boy, was I so sad. Like, Are you sad or are you so sad? <laughs> like, I so sad. got it. Um, 
because, you know, you have these interrupted rhythms, you have less time to yourself, it's hot, it's expensive, there's all these expectations, and you might have body image issues. And having to get into a bathing suit and, you know, all that kind of stuff just triggers a lot. Um, So I wanted to talk for a second about so sad, summer onset seasonal affective <laughs> disorder, because in case you start experiencing some of these symptoms, that you can kind of know what it is and then that you could get help. So some of the signs for that are sadness, lethargy, apathy, you feel unmotivated, um, you might feel anxious, excessively sleepy. Like I know as moms, like we're all tired, but you might feel like you just can't move. You know, um, depression for me felt like I was carrying a dead body around. Like there's just this weight on you. Uh, you might catch yourself craving food, especially carbohydrates. There's something about the chemistry in those that kind of, you know, makes you feel better or something for, for a, minute. a minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then you might, on the other hand, uh, have a loss of appetite or insomnia. So if you feel in any way some like extreme things, you know, where your body is, you're just really struggling. I mean, you're feeling either like super anxious and irritable and you can't sleep or it's the other side of it where it's like you just you just like don't want to get out of the bed. You don't want to do anything. Um, then you might need to ask for help. Um, but if you're struggling, you just please know that you're not alone. I am so thankful to know um, and to be able to share my story that I did cry out to the Lord and asked him to send help. And I'm so thankful that he sent it. But what that meant is um, I had to find a counselor. And I hadn't been in counseling since I was an 18-year-old struggling with an eating disorder. So as an 18, 19-year-old, I went to a counselor. And then I didn't see a counselor again until I was in my early 30s. And so having to admit, oh, I, I need to go see a counselor again. Was a, that was a hard pill to swallow. It's hard as an adult because uh-huh. you just think when God gives you babies that you're like, I'm super mom. I yeah. can do it all. Yeah. And to admit that you can't or that you need help or that you like literally have no idea how to even take the first step. That's just a really hard place to be. Yeah. You know, so often I think too that God offers us help and we just kind of keep going and think that, right, I'm super mom and I can do it myself. Like a friend will ask how we're doing but we don't really tell them, you know, or someone recommends a counselor they love and we don't follow up or we talk, we go, we have our like annual and we go see our doctor and you know, here she's like, Hey, I think we need to consider medication. And you're like, no, you know, I think sometimes God sends help and we don't take it. And I heard Jeremy share this illustration one time um, that I just think is so apt for this. So it's this it's this story of this man who's standing on his front porch, and it starts a flood starts to come, and he's standing there, and this boat comes by because he can't he can't get in his car, he can't get away, he's stuck. There's this flood comes by, so a boat comes, and he's like, "Hey man, get in, you know, we'll save you." And the man's like, "No, no, I don't need your boat. I called out to God and asked him for help, and so he's going to send me help, so you guys can go go along." So then the water keeps rising. So then he's up in his second story window looking out the window. And then now this other boat comes by, a bigger boat. It's rescued all these people. And they say, hey, come down and get in the boat. and We'll save you. And he's like, no, 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 I'm fine. God said he's sending help. So I'm just going to, I'm waiting for God. So the boat moves along. Finally, the water rises all the way up so high that he's now standing on his roof. 
and a helicopter comes by and they drop a rope down, you know, and they're like, come on, man, you know, get on the rope. We're, we're going to rescue you. And he's like, no, 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 I'm good. I, I told God I wanted help and he's going to send help. So you guys go on. Well, this man dies. He drowns and he's in heaven and he, he goes to God and he says, God, why didn't you send help? And God looks at him and he's like, did you not see the two boats and the helicopter? You know, I sent you help. You cried out to me for help and I sent you help. And I just wonder if there's a mom on the other side of this that's like, hey, I've been asking God for help. I'm struggling with depression or I'm struggling with anxiety. And God is trying to send you help, but you aren't willing to open your eyes and then also like receive the help. That's right. We're so bad as moms about not taking the help because we feel like we have to help everyone else. So we're so self-sufficient. Guys, open your eyes. If God is sending you a boat and another boat and a helicopter, receive the help. Yeah, just give it a shot. Like even if I think people think counseling is weird sometimes, I think they think it means that you're not capable of being a mom, Uh which it means none of those things. But I also think sometimes you're just like, I, why does somebody want to listen to me talk about my problems? (laughs) But it's that person's spiritual gift to listen to you talk about their problems. They're actually, God's actually using them in their unique giftedness for you to come and say, can you help me figure this out? Yeah. And so, friends, if you have a mom friend that you think might be struggling, ask her some more questions. Like, when you say, how are you, and she says, I'm fine, don't just stop at that. Are you really fine? Yeah. You know, just lean in as a friend and see if you can help, because I do think a lot of moms out there have gotten some opportunities for help, and they have not taken it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. So... I know, you know, this is going to be a hard pivot because I feel like that was kind of heavy, uh, but I just yeah, wanted to... I did not think he was going to drown. Like I really <laughs> thought he was going to take the helicopter and God was going to be like, listen, the boats would have been easier, but you straight <laughs> killed the guy and sent him to heaven. So, all right, where are we going next? Oh my gosh. I just think that's really powerful. So um, I think, you know, our moms, they may not all know clinical depression or like depression in that severity, but I think that we all know what it feels like to feel overwhelmed and exhausted and even down in the summer. Yes. Uh, Because, you know, the kids may be fighting. They're eating so much food. You've done all the fun things. Like by the time like July 20th hits, it's like wave the flag. Like I'm done. I'm done with you people. You know, you should have a national mom flag waving day. (laughs) Where it says, I'm Send done. Send the helicopter. Send the helicopter. I promise I'll get on the rope. Take us to Mexico. <laughs> All the moms end up in Mexico July 21st. Hey, what's going on? So I wanted to talk about some tips I think that um, would be helpful for us to remember so that we take care of ourselves in the summer. You know, last episode we talked about scheduling for our our families. And I think so much of that was around our families, our kids, you know, how to make schedules for them so that they have a successful summer. Well, the truth of the matter is everything falls apart when we fall apart. Yes. And we have got to consider how do I take care of myself? Right. And so I just have some tips I thought would be good for us to talk over. Um, The number one thing is that you would monitor your caffeine intake. (laughs) Oh, look at you. You're just looking right at me. Just like, Rebecca, I'm saying this one right there for you. I think unintentionally we make ourselves more anxious when we're drinking too much caffeine. 
you know, and we tend to like think, oh gosh, you know, the Dr. Pepper sounds good or the iced coffee sounds good. And listen, I'm, I'm part of this. I'm saying this to myself too. Um, but you know, that what we do though, is we take too much caffeine and then we end up getting anxious and then we struggle to sleep at night and it just kind of creates this really bad cycle so that you might consider, you know, in the afternoon having a big glass of water. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's not just the caffeine. You're not drinking enough water because you're drinking the caffeine and all the studies show that when you drink more water, it just makes you feel better. Yes. But that's not what we think tastes good. No, so we don't want it. I know. Well, and that was my next tip is drinking water. And so for me, that means like I'm drinking like a Waterloo or a um, something like that. That's LaCroix. Okay. Hilariously. I have to, this is a side note. We stayed at this Airbnb in LA not that long ago. And the, the host was so nice and he came in and he showed us the fridge and everything. He had everything um, stocked and he opened the fridge and he goes, so I have all these LaCroix. Were you and I was like, mm-hmm, that's so fantastic. So it really is a French word. I mean, it's L A. Like he said it right. Yes, C R O I X. But like nobody says La Croix. Like how bougie do you think you are? You know, like girl, you gotta say it right. <laughs> if it's La Croix, then we gotta call People it La Croix. Would give me so much business if I started calling it La Croix. You have to call it La Croix now. <laughs> I will never think of it any other way but La Croix. So I just think when I get tired of drinking just like straight up water, you know, or, okay, the other thing is I've just started making all my coffee half-calf. So the coffee we drink in the morning, we have blended it so that it's half caffeinated coffee and half decaf. Because if I want to drink two cups, well, you know, you're really not, and I mean, I'm drinking a, a big cup, so you're really not supposed to be having all that much caffeine. So just switch it to decaf. When I go get an iced coffee in the afternoon, I'm getting a half calf iced coffee. So I'm just getting less I have never even caffeine. thought about doing that. Really? Well, never. there you go. There's your tip. This may be your half summer tip. Calf. Yeah. Or you could just say, I can have the whole calf if I drink a whole glass of water first. Sure. Whatever <laughs> negotiating you need to do that you're getting plenty of water and just watching it. Yes. That's good. Um, I would say too, my next tip is to get time with your friends. Um, I think we can get, you can get a little isolated or siloed off in your home during the summer because you're home with your kids and trying to keep up with your things. So just make it a priority to like go grab dinner with your girlfriends or that may mean that like maybe you're going for early walks in the morning before the kids get up or something, but that you're just getting some time with friends. Agreed. Or go for a walk in the evening after the kids get to bed, like just figure out a way to have time with your girlfriends where you're getting out of the house. I think that's so good. And I think your friends want to see you too. And sometimes it just takes somebody being the first one to say, hey, let's go. Yeah. And then you'd be surprised how fast everybody's like, I want to come too. I agree. Uh, take rest days. You know, what we talked about in the last episode was we don't have to schedule every day, but that you would consider, okay, what is restful for me today? And how can I set up this home in such a way that like these kids know, hey, we're not asking mom for stuff today. So like there's already food in the fridge. There's, you know, how can you get a little bit more rest or tell your husband, like if you're a stay at home mom in the summer, you need to be able to ideally say to your partner, Hey, I need a little break. And so you get out of the house or whatever it is, because it can be a lot to be at home every day in the summer. Well, that just struck me all these vacation days that our spouses have that we think we have to actually go on vacation. It could be just He's taking a vacation day to take care of the kiddos so you can have yes. a vacation day. Yes. So. Right. 
You've got to do it. If you know, if you're at home with them all summer, you have to be able to like have some breathing room. Um, the next thing I would say is limit your social media. I think in the summer, you know, we start looking around. Everybody's doing fun stuff. Yeah, everybody's going to Mexico. Everybody's hanging out with their friends. They're at Disney. They're at you know doing yep. all these fun, and it can start to you can feel that pressure, um, or you know they're in their bathing suit or whatever it is, and you start interpreting these messages. I think we need to limit our social media time, especially in the summer, because that comparison can just steal our joy. So maybe you need to set up something on your phone right now where you set a time limit for how much you can do per day or when you talk about like no tech days that you mean that that's no social media for me too. Yeah. Maybe even take a social media fast. Yeah. And just like when we get into the heat of summer when July is just terrible and we all feel terrible anyway, we just, nobody gets on social media. Right. Just take a break. Just Let's check do out. a packed mom. We no should do social it. media in Maybe July. We can set something up and like pick a day or something where we all do it together. But how would we know we're not doing it if we're not on it? Well, we'd have to post on social media <laughs> <laughs> that we're gonna do it That's and right. then and then not get back on until the next day. <laughs> um, I think I think the next one is let others help. So if you have a friend that says, "Hey, uh, you know, are you cool if I take the kids to the pool or something?" Let them take them. You do not have to go. That's right. You know, um. Or figure out if you can like swap with a mom or whatever it is. For me this summer, the kids are doing these camps and things and I'm working. So I'm going to have to lean on other moms to say, okay, can we carpool this? Right. And, and help each other out. Do not try and carry it all on your own. Well, and sometimes it's a help to you because if you're keeping somebody else's kid for a little while, it's entertaining your kid. Oh, for sure. So there's some good there's some good wisdom there for mamas to go, hey, I'm going to run to Target by myself while you take care of this one, and then you can do it tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, my next tip is to keep your healthy rhythms. I think we all look forward to, like, turning the alarm clock off, which is great. I think that's something, you know, that can really be such a gift. But we have to make sure, just like with our kids, we talked about not letting them get where they're just, like, on screens eating Cheetos all day long like we have to guard that for ourselves too So true mm-hmm. and I you know need to make sure that I'm spending time with the Lord I'm exercising I'm you know doing the things that make me feel good reading and getting outside and all that kind of stuff um, because th- those are the things that keep me healthy well and maybe you set it up where like from one of my kids he's got a camp where he gets to get up early to go every day and I'm kind of dreading it, but I was like, but it makes me look forward to Friday when we have the day off. So maybe yeah. you say, I'm going to go hard on my schedule Monday through Thursday. I'm going to get up, spend time with the Lord, do these things that I need to do. And then on Friday, that's my day where I don't have to set the alarm. Great. How long can I sleep? Love it. Yeah. I love that. And what a blessing to then be able to see it as a blessing that I already have to be at the door. You know, he has to be there at 730. Right. So I'm already up. So I'm going to go ahead and go for don't a walk. Don't waste it. Or, go yeah. for a walk. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then the most important thing is that you just keep spending time with God. You know, I think that summer can get crowded uh, with various things. And we get off our rhythms when we go on vacation and stuff. All of that's normal. But that we keep making that a priority. You know, that's where we get our breath. That's where we get our life is by spending time with the Lord. And I cannot be a good mama to these kids this summer if if God is not sustaining me, speaking in my ear, giving me wisdom, patience, joy. I need him every hour. And so I think for me, when I get up in the morning and I spend time with him, it helps me keep my focus where it needs to be for the day. 
Well, and you could always create some sort of something different this summer. Get a new Bible study or a new mm, devotional. Great idea. Or pick a day of the week that you know might be a, a more down day and say, this is the day that I just pray for 30 minutes. Like, it could be something fun where you create a different spiritual rhythm for the summer. Where yeah. you're getting to do something different with your Bible study time or your time with the Lord. So that it feels special. Yeah, you know, I love like, that. This is my summer special thing with the Lord. So, um, And also, it's a great opportunity for you to even have, you know, some friends and y'all all read the same book together or y'all just be reading through the same book of the Bible. Love it. And just when you do get that chance to talk with them that you get to talk about the Bible with somebody else, you yeah. know, that would be a great opportunity for you to do this summer. Yeah. So don't forget, Mama, to pull away by yourself and get quiet with the Lord like Jesus did. You know, um, he even, Jesus encouraged his disciples to do that. In Mark 6.31, it says, um, he said to them, come away by yourselves to a desolate place and rest for a while. For many were coming and going and they had no leisure even to eat. And doesn't that sound like a mom in the summer? (laughs) (laughs) I got no time to eat. Yeah. And Jesus is saying, come away, just come away and sit with me and get some rest with me. You know, that's where we really find rest for our souls, right? Is, Is when we sit with him. Um, when you struggle, ask God to help you focus your mind on him. So, um, you know, in the summer, if you start getting overwhelmed and exhausted or you're trying to, um, pack for a trip and you're getting anxious or you're feeling down about yourself because you just put your swimsuit on for the first time, like ask God to help you focus your mind on him and what is true. Isaiah 26, three says you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. And Philippians 4, 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. You know, summer will reveal weaknesses in each of us. (laughs) It shows our limits, our lack of patience. The heat puts us on edge. Right. It's like it's like, Holy Spirit, I need you to catch up because as these temperatures rise, like I'm becoming less and less of a Christian, you know? (laughs) And it can really, it can really push us. And as unbelievable as it sounds, we can actually celebrate that because we, what we find is that those weak places are where God shines. And so when you see the temp past 100 degrees, look to your God and say, you're up. You know, it's time. I need you to come out and, and show your power in my weakness. Second Corinthians twelve nine says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So mamas, cry out to him as you're weak and your patience is thin and you're tired. Let him show up in power. It's a beautiful thing. And don't feel like you're the only one out there struggling. Mm -hmm. Know that we have a community of moms and all of us are experiencing something different this summer. None of it means that you're not a great mom or you're somehow not capable of being all that you need to be for your kids. It's that opportunity for you to say, I really can't do this on my own. I need Jesus. Mm -hmm. And just know that there are lots of other moms out there crying out for his power as well. That's so good. Mom, summer is such a blessing of more time with our families, um, but can also be a stressor as it requires more of us. Take care of yourself. Check on your friends. We love you. Thanks, moms. Hey, moms, we wanted to tell you about one of our sponsors today. I have loved having Mosquito Shield come out to treat my yard. 
They come every 10 to 17 days, which sometimes means they're out like three times a month and you're just paying one monthly fee. They text me the night before and all I have to do is make sure my gate is open and if you've got pets, just bring them inside. I have not been bit by one mosquito in my backyard and y'all, I'm a mosquito magnet. They love me, they suck my blood. So I am living my best life right now. Their exclusive product blend is primarily garlic, which creates a barrier around your yard so the mosquitoes can't even get in. There's no contract, you just pay a monthly fee. And if you have a significant breakout, just call them, they'll come back out to retreat. They are family owned by Damon and Michelle Trout and I have personally spoken with Michelle. She is lovely and helpful. Don't miss out on a mosquito-free summer so you can enjoy your backyard. Call them today at 214-897-3077 or visit their website at moshield.com. That's moshield.com. And guys, Mama Judy is a happy customer along with me. So if you want to be like Mama Judy, then get Mosquito Shield to come out and treat your backyard today.